Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome. Welcome. Well, <laughs> you're trolling me now. <laughs> Are you going to do it? Welcome, Welcome to, to Talking Tofu. All right, I won't do it this time. Yeah, you will. I won't. <laughs> I won't. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we'll eat an air fryer stir fry, go out for dinner, and try cashew mac from Mac and Chef. Out for dinner. Out for dinner. We went out wow. for dinner. We patio dined with our well, child. Well. <laughs> I was going to say we barged our way into a McDonald's. <laughs> insisted on not wearing masks. <laughs> and crowded the counter. No, we didn't do that. We didn't do any of that. What would we even eat at McDonald's? Salad shakers. Okay. Yeah. Remember those? I do. They were in the little cup. They were really fun. It was a fun idea, but they never, it was never a good salad. Mm-mm. But you put the dressing in the cup and then put the lid on the cup and, and then you shook the it. cup. That's the salad shaker. Well, you, you said it like that's obviously why it's the salad shaker, but that's not obviously why it's the, sh- the salad shaker. The salad shaker. The reason it's the salad shaker is because the ingredients, you're tossing the salad when you shake it, right? Yes, you're both distributing the dressing and tossing the salad i uh i would go i would posit that the dressing is a bit of a a hack on top of that that i think they intended for you to shake the salad and then drizzle the dressing on top of it and then eat the salad i realized i was getting quieter and quieter and this is (laughs) thanks that's an editing nightmare for me when you do that i'm (laughs) Way to just sneak in a note at every possibility. <laughs> gotta gotta get it in. Do you got to? Mm. I guess how else will I learn unless you tell me directly off mic? Oh, that. Yeah. Do that. Until you give me formal feedback. Hey, Dave. Hey. How are you? Well, <laughs> now it sucks. <laughs> Your life is so bad. Wow. I'm good. Um... I didn't have anything uh, prepared for this. <laughs> it's hot. It is that's awesome. how it's good. It's like August hot and it's June. That's fact. Yeah. How about you? I'm good. Working ahead for vacation again. That trip to meet my baby niece is coming and I can't wait to squeeze her. It's going to be great. Yeah. I keep getting texts from my mom and sister of places that we're going to eat. We're going to eat a lot because I think there are more places than meals over the course of my visit, and I can't wait to fit it all in. Like what? I knew you were going to ask that. I mean, you teed it up pretty strongly. I did. I don't know. I can't find anything now, of course. I've just been noting it every time. Like, ooh, another place. Like, are they new places? This is where you grew up. Yeah, new places are springing up all over. During a pandemic? Mm-hmm. Well, Florida's open. Florida's been open. Well, yeah, I guess so. Anyway. There's nothing in your memory Mm-mm. that you have maybe talked about? Not even like a type of food that sounds familiar? I'm regretting bringing it up. <laughs> Mom, Amanda. Is it sushi? Get at me. 
No, it's not sushi. Hey, if there's vegan sushi in South Florida, I'd like to know about it so I can eat that. (laughs) I'll report back on everything I ate in South Florida, y'all. Well, Dave, we got a a letter of sorts. Do you want to do you want me to read it? Didn't know we had started again. We got a letter. Yeah. Like a posted, like not a posted, but like an email. We got a message on Instagram. (laughs) Dim Sim Kitty says, just listening to the pod and here in Australia, I can buy good vegan English muffins at any supermarket. However, you cannot call them a muff. That means something else. What does it mean? I think it means vagina, maybe. Possibly that's what it means. Does it? I'm going to Google muff Australia and enjoy ruining my algorithm. Well, I mean... It's a it's a pretty crass term in the U.S. too. Doesn't it mean that here? Because there's the diver, right? I'm a, I'm over here on Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. I I always thought it was a crass refer reference to the pubic hair. Yes, it is. Oh, okay, that's what Urban Dictionary says. Okay, it's it's fair to call it objectively crass, isn't it? I think so. I think it's a pretty crass thing to say. But we weren't saying that. We were just shortening muffin. I mean. I mean, we were doing it because it was funny. Crass, because yeah. it kind of means something crass. crass. <laughs> it's not like um, I had a coworker who moved here from England. And the uh, her use of the C word. <laughs> Was very liberal. Oh no! <laughs> and I had to be like, you know, that's not. We don't do that, right? <laughs> I mean, you can do it. It was America, but it's going to to color your interactions if you use, if you continue to use it that casually. She didn't took know. the note. She took the note. Yeah, it seems like she would take the note. Yeah, it's a good note. But it's wild. Mm-hmm. They use that term a lot. It what does it mean over there? I'm already tiptoeing. <laughs> I think it's like jerk. It just means like a jerk, right? Yeah. Eh, they would say jerk if that's what they mean. Maybe meant. a little stronger than jerk. I think it's a lot stronger than jerk. I think maybe they just everybody hates themselves more. <laughs> so they're more ready to receive it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> any of us could be called that at any point, and we all deserve it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. All right. It makes me, it made me really sad. Yeah. Kind of bummed me right out. Well, I mean, self-loathing. Mm-hmm. It's a real bummer. Well, yeah. It's pretty universal, though, I well, think. we laugh at it. Oh, yeah. Got That's it. That's how we cope with it. Yeah. If you yeah. don't laugh at it, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to go to therapy, too. Yeah, you got to do both things. Yeah. You got to laugh at how much you hate yourself mm-hmm. while you work on it. Yeah. Be like, look at the shitty house I'm building. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> the roof's going to fall in in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a door? <laughs> you need a door. You do. You need one. That's in a sense. Keeps the weather out. And lets guests in. Should we talk about hackers some more? I think we did it. Although we were watching an Outer Limits last night and there was a hacker's poster. Hacker's poster. Quite a hubbub on the chat. I'll tell you that um, we will talk about hackers a little bit more because I have an idea that I've had for Hackers 2. Hackers 2 should be about the original hackers get arrested and put into jail and their kids have to hack them out. So it's all, it's the kids finding each other again. Mm-hmm. Like the hackers stayed in touch. Hackers 2 still hacking? No, don't cheesify it. This is cool. It is a good premise. So still hacking is like, that's bad. That's hacky. <laughs> but like, so all the hackers are still in touch. They're still hacking. They're still hacking. I don't want to. feed (laughs) that idea they do something like maybe they hack a gibson you know oh 
or the something that's or plague gets them back gets out of jail gets them back with a massive hack that ruins all their lives that thing he was threatening to do to their mom to to zero cool's mom that's your they premise. do it to to them that's great and then all the kids either are already the 2021 version of like elite hackers or they have to become it to Questions. save the, i'm sorry to save their their disappeared parents question is it about rollerblades yes <laughs> what is the 2021 equivalent of rollerblades that's my question are they on a bird scooter? bird scooters yeah <laughs> i'm in yeah yeah what would it be it'd be one wheels oh yeah, yeah they'd all be like be on carving around wheels. on one wheels mm-hmm. yeah see this is great i think this has legs patent pending that's how it works yeah mm-hmm. uh, i think it should just stay hackers too hackers to no it's elegant tagline anytime there's a tagline is like you're not secure with the fact that you're just saying it's the second one of this great idea i see like that. nerds in paradise yeah i think i get it the poster i got it they're in paradise there's revenge of the nerds too mm-hmm. mannequin two on the move what does that do for mannequin police academy though now there is a franchise that the tagline is it a tag it's not a tagline it's the subtitle yeah 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 is it the subtitle no it's not the subtitle it's the what's the secondary title toeheads i'm not gonna look this up tell me (laughs) but that one is descriptive to what that iteration is gonna be about so police academy three was citizens on patrol because they were recruiting new police officers and they used uh, citizens to do it. No, wait. It's three. Three is not citizens on patrol. You need some help. Four is citizens on patrol. No, it's three. No, okay. Police Academy 3 is back in training. Mm. Police Academy 4 is citizens on patrol with David Spade as a uh, skateboard punk at the beginning. I'd love to see that. Yeah. He uh, gets busted by, I, th- I want to say Mahoney, um, Steve Gutenberg. And <laughs> no, 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 it's not Mahoney because Mahoney would be cooler than this. But he gets harassed for skateboarding and David Spade says, this isn't skateboarding officer, it's carrying a skateboard. And then the uh, officers leave and he goes, now this is skateboarding. And then it cuts to like somebody else who looks like him skateboarding. Like, yeah. Amazing. But then you have Assignment Miami Beach. What do you think happens in that one? But then why do you need that? Couldn't the, the art couldn't give that to you? You wouldn't tell me it was Miami. But then what would Hackers 2 tell you? It didn't tell you anything. It doesn't need to. Hacking around? Oh. Hacking it out. No. Hacking for freedom. I'll give you Plague's Revenge. Ooh. Yeah. See? <laughs> y'all we got these cases of topo chico in mine i've had two sips and i've got the hiccups now this is the twist of lime topo chico it's so good i got i know i said that they didn't need to do it and i hope they still feel that they don't need to have done it but this twist of lime is pretty good and at the risk of doing a seinfeld bit i don't know it's weird for it to be called Twist of Lime and the cap is not a twist off cap. I agree. I picked up that twist of grapefruit when I was out grocery shopping. I grabbed one from a cold case and my thought was I will open this in the car and have a frosty Topo Chico twist of grapefruit on my drive home. Um, but the twist, which is written on the lid, twist of grapefruit, I thought in my quick glance that 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 it didn't say that, that it said it was a twist off. And I spent some time trying to twist it open in the car. Can't. It was a sad drive home. I was so thirsty. You call it the lid? I did. Cap. <laughs> it's a type of lid. Like a rectangle's a type, square's a type of rectangle. That's like calling dinner night meal. 
I think it's like calling dinner supper, maybe. No. 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 I mean, it is night meal. Should we start calling it that? No. Oh. Because dinner is the the right word for it. I'm sorry I said lid. Don't apologize. You don't have to apologize. It's the cap. But it was strange that you said it. It was. That's My brain's all. not working right. I had to shoot a talking video today. Uh, it was like a three-minute talking video, and it took me upwards of half an hour because I just kept not being able to say words the right way. It was huh. very frustrating. <laughs> I don't know what's happening in my brain today, but. Do you do vocal exercises before your videos? I was going to say yes, but I can't think of one. Pregnant pepper pumpkin patch. Oh, yeah. Pregnant pepper pumpkin patch. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. A big black bug bit a big black bear. So just tongue twisters? Is that what I'm asking? No, but those were tongue twisters. <laughs> the other ones don't. Like, what are we going to sit here in front of microphones and go, (laughs) like, that's not unpleasant. That's more unpleasant than the usual parts of this podcast. Yeah. I'm not trying to be unpleasant. (laughs) Just accidentally being unpleasant. Hold on. So there's City Under Siege. So there's assignment Miami Beach. You stopped me, so I'm getting back to that. Sorry, everyone. Then there's that I interrupted. You're apologizing to everybody. Yeah, including you for interrupting. There's city under siege. I think that's the first one without Gutenberg. And then there's a Moscow one. Is it Operation Moscow? I'm the wrong streepy for this question. I know because I'm the right streepy, and I don't know. Yeah, it's Operation Moscow. Those are all helpful. Helpful taglines. Yeah. Log lines? Nope. Not log lines. Get out of the TV biz. I'm not in the TV biz. But you used to be. I did. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. It's implied that Freddy's going to get his revenge. I don't know. He could do something else, though. What? I mean, how is Freddy's revenge any less helpful than the plague revenge? Because Nightmare on Elm Street 2, you know that Freddy is going to be the bad guy. Hackers 2, you don't know that Plague is going to be back. In fact, that's a good point, though. Like, in Hackers 2, I wouldn't want to tell you that Plague is getting his revenge. It's called the subtitle. Plague, like, you would go into it. Plague wouldn't even be in it. And then all this bad stuff starts happening. And then all of a sudden, it's Plague. Yeah. That's good. Why would I spoil that by telling you it's about Plague's Revenge? That's a good Hackers point. Hackers 2. Sticking with my gut on this one. I like it. I would watch. You would watch it even though it didn't say hacking around or whatever your suggestion was? Hackers 2. We took out the problematic stuff this time. No promises. <laughs> Okay, this is Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I talk about a headline from the vegan the the world of vegan news. I I pluck a headline from the vine and we chew on it for a few minutes. This week is no different. This one is from thebeat.com, and that's B-E-E-T, the red vegetable, not the rhythm that is the backbone of a song. Got it. Okay? We got the beat, not that kind. Well, if you're saying, mm-hmm. if you're coming back from the grocery store. hmm hmm It's true. And I'm think- saying, do you got it? And you'd say, we got the beat. True. Which is what you normally do when we you're got calling it. out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nathan's famous. Re- oh, sorry. This is Maxwell Rob published this one on April 27th. So this one's a little, little stale, a little stale. But what I hope is not stale is this first vegan hot dog that Nathan's famous is releasing. Nathan's famous releases its first vegan hot dog. Here's where to get it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. The answer to here is where to get it. I feel like that's not scooping the article that's been out for two months. Mm -hmm. But let me set the table a little bit. 
before Please I do. serve a hot dog on it. Legendary hot dog company Nathan's Famous has released the unthinkable. I don't really think this is unthinkable. No, there's a lot of vegan lot hot of, dogs. Yeah. But maybe this is um like a really good one. Yeah. This is very thinkable though. Yeah, it's thinkable. It's like super thinkable. Yeah. I've been thinking about it for years. Mm-hmm. The restaurant's first vegan hot dog. The iconic hot dog stand teamed up with Meatless Farm to develop a fully plant-based hot dog made from pea protein sausage and seasoned with Nathan's famous signature spice blend. Unrelated. I semi-related. Let's hear it for peas. You know, I feel like peas are having a real moment the past 10 years. Yeah, pea protein is is good and versatile. Yeah. Yeah. That's behind so much stuff. Three cheers for peas. Yeah. Plus, peas are delicious just on their own. I'm not a fan of green peas. Yeah, I know. I love peas. Okay. Anyway, let's hear it for the peas. Let's hear it for the peas. Do, 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 do. Let's give the peas a chance. Do, 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 do. Remember that from Footloose? Mm-hmm. I used to love that song when I was a kid because I liked how positive it was. Oh, you love a positive song. I do like a positive song. The restaurant chain shocked consumers by releasing a plant-based item that will allow anyone who would rather pass on animal products to enjoy a classic Coney Island hot dog. So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Uh, it's offering the plant-based hot dog at its online retail shop. Ooh. Hot dog comes in a kit that features six meatless farm hot dogs, buns, and a bottle of Nathan's famous deli-style mustard. Ooh. We got to do this. Are the buns we gotta vegan? We got to do this for this fourth. If the buns are vegan, I'm in. We uh, won't. Okay. We'll be traveling. Uh, episodes still come out. <laughs> on a. You're right. Strike that. Are the buns vegan? What's today? What day is today? The 15th? No, it's 618. To the listener, probably later. Probably never to the listener. <laughs> but it's not today. Like, we can record things in advance and then put them out at times where it matters to the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? You know we do that, right? You and I? Yeah. Uh, the retail launch will be just the beginning for Nathan's famous new vegan hot dog. The company plans to roll out the vegan hot dog at its restaurants in New York, Connecticut, Florida, and New Jersey this May. It's already happening. That's very exciting. It's already happening. Guys, we did it. We didn't even know we had done it, and we've done it. I got to try that hot dog. I got to eat that hot dog. I got to eat that hot dog. We got to find out if the buns are vegan. I got to get on that hot dog. Oh, boy. There's a Google question. Are vegan hot dogs bad for you? Hey, somebody tell this guy about regular hot dogs. <laughs> also answer yes. Yeah. Obviously. They're hot dogs. So according to Veg News, the buns are not vegan, uh, which are not vegan as they contain butters. So butters. Butter. So Nathan's, you got work to do. Cause why do one and not the other? Why make us buy this kit? So that's that's a bummer. That is a bummer. That's a real roller coaster of a news item. So tonight for dinner, we had an air fryer stir fry, which is a recipe that I am working on for the website. It is tofu and bok choy and peppers and onions. And then it has like a stir fry sauce that you make in the blender. And y'all, it was so easy. I cannot wait to put it up on the website next month. It'll be out in July. Let me say website like six more times. So the whole thing is in the air fryer? Uh, Except for the sauce. Yeah. So you do like the tofu, peppers and onions first because they take a long time to cook. Then you add the bok choy because that takes... Mere moments. Uh-huh. And then you add the sauce like throughout. But like rice? You cooked rice in it? Oh, right, right. No, no, no. I made the rice in the Instant Pot. Oh, okay. So there's rice in the Instant Pot. There's all of this stuff in the air fryer. And then there's sauce happening in a blender. And then the air fryer is done in stages. And then it comes out and it's added to the rice. And then the sauce is added to all of it. So you use the sauce all throughout. So you use the sauce to marinate the tofu. You pour the sauce in the air fryer? Yeah. First, you marinate the tofu in it. Then you put the it in the air fryer with the peppers and onions and put some sauce on. 
so things don't get dry, right? But without having to add a bunch of oil and then cook, and then you put the bok choy, more sauce. The sauce has a thickener in it, so it's some of it still falls through, but mm-hmm. uh, it thickens and like clings to everything. Okay. I mean, you're going to lose some of it because the bottom of an air fryer is holes, but right. that's why you make a bunch of sauce. Gotcha. And the sauce doesn't like stick to the air fryer and get all gummy and scrapey? Nah, okay. it's nonstick. I mean, you have to, I'm soaking it right now. Gotcha. And after we finish recording, I'll clean it out. Okay. But I haven't done anything yet to this air fryer that uh, that I couldn't undo by soaking. Well, I love bok choy. Me too. I love bok choy in the air fryer. I love how tender the tops get, or the, not the tops, the other parts, the, the stems, bottoms? and then how crispy the leaves get. See, I like um, when they're a little bit steamier and not really crispy, like like roasted, um, but there's no wrong way to eat bok choy yep. or prepare it. It's all great all the time. The bok choy, I went to Kroger and Uh they didn't have it. It's hit and miss with bok choy at that Kroger. So I called Publix because Dave wanted that English muffin bread. Yeah. So I called Publix to see if they had the baby bok choy. And um, she told me that they no longer carry it. Mm -hmm. I was on hold for a long time and she came back and she confirmed what I was asking about. And she said, we don't stock that anymore. She's wrong. I I was She's shocked. Wrong. So then I called Whole Foods and they had it. So I drove all the way up to Decatur, North Decatur to get it. Wow. Yeah, usually I can get bok choy wherever, but it was a real journey to do that on Monday. I don't know. Do you think it's going extinct? I don't know. I was being oh. a little silly. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what it is. But Kroger sometimes does have it. I think I just hit the mana day, but I don't know what the... The scoop is with that Publix. Hmm. Maybe we'll call back, ask somebody else. I think they were wrong. I could see myself telling somebody that we don't do that anymore just to just to make them stop, <laughs> just to get out of that situation. Yeah. So it was, there was bok choy in there, tofu. What else? Bell peppers, onions. Bell peppers and onions. I had onions twice today. Ooh. Oh, yeah, on your sandwich. Yeah, you made me a sandwich for lunch. Yeah, I did. On a Publix bread that wasn't the English muffin bread because they didn't have it. But um, they had the sticker for it on the shelf. So I was like, oh, looks like business is booming for the English muffin bread. Um, but I did get the pub sub hoagie rolls, which are delightfully vegan and fantastic. Yeah, those hoagie rolls are good, and they hold up well, I've noticed, when I'm making you sandwiches, because I like to stuff sandwiches very full of stuff. That's their whole strength. Yeah. Is their strength. Mm-hmm. They're, They're strong. They are strong, and they taste great. And I got the White Mountain Bread, too, which is really great bread. Super soft. Not strong. No. It's, you will, like, even, like, putting butter on it, if it's not toasted, you're going to tear it. Yeah, it's so delicate and fluffy. They slice that bread pretty thin too, don't they? Well, you have to because it's the White Mountain. Go on. So spicy chipotle mac from Mac and Chef. Wait, we're going to skip take t- takeout. Oh, yeah. So, oh, you do it. I've, I've done the last two. <laughs> got real muppet vibes at the end there i loved it i don't know what you're talking about nothing we're not in takeout corner, though. No. We're in go-out corner. Yeah, we are. We're in fucking go-out corner. Yeah, we are. We went out. We, we went out to eat. We went out to eat. It was very spur of the moment. Yeah. We went to the Indie Craft Experience. We did. Went to that. It was an outdoor festival. Saw some friends. Shopped. Got hot. So hot. Hungry and hot. Hot and hungry. That's us. We got in the car and Dave said, 
let's get pizza. Yeah. And we went to Junior's Pizza and yeah. got some vegan slices, went in, ordered, and then sat on the porch, patio, porch, patio, <laughs> and- uh, On the lid? Sat on the patio and ate our slices. Yeah. I had a little brew dog. That's really nice. Yeah. They have a nice shady patio. Yep. It was a hot day and it was still very pleasant to sit out there. It was in the Summer Hill District. District? Neighborhood? Neighborhood. Uh, with a bunch of other cool little restaurants, Little Tart Bakery. Uh, what's the bigger name? Little Bear? No. Little Bear's the Murray Sendek <laughs> thing. Is it Little Bear? I'm trying to remember the name of that other place that we passed that I thought might have good vegan options, and it turns out they do because I checked their menu. It starts with an M. Meadow Sweet? Little Bear. It is Little Bear. It is Little Bear. I should trust myself more. Ew, what is that one? Mediocre? Not that. I don't think you should call yourself that if you're a restaurant. May- Maypole. Maypole. Yeah. That's it. They and... have some good-looking vegan options on their menu. Don't ask me what they were, but I was like, ooh, that looks good. And... Uh, we got to visit an old favorite that we hadn't got to visit since before the pandemic, which was Big Softy for ice cream. Pizza and ice cream. Yeah. What a dream. So wait, let's yeah. talk about our pizza. Okay. Right. You tried to get a Sicilian slice, which they do not do Sicilian by the slice. They do not do vegan Sicilian by the slice. They oh. do do non-vegan Sicilian, but they make a great Sicilian pizza and yeah. it's got chow as the cheese. But I could see how you wouldn't go in for like slice versions of that because yeah. it's really like, I think they're taking slices and laying them side by side and then cooking it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you really do that by the slice? They'd have and to also, sh- go ahead, sorry. They'd have to shred it and that would be right. a huge pain because it comes in slices, not in blocks. And they're probably not selling a lot of vegan Sicilian. Like they wouldn't be selling a lot of vegan Sicilian by the slice to justify yeah that's a very specific thing but if you live in atlanta and you like pizza and you miss like this pizza hut uh pan pizza crusts do yourself a favor and get the junior's pizza vegan sicilian because it is it in my eyes is the best pizza in atlanta it is a really good pizza Dave's giving me the side eye because I won't order it anymore because it is a good pizza, but that much bread makes me feel garbagey after. It's a bummer because I enjoy eating it. I can only have one slice because it's just so much bread. And then after I eat it, I just feel very sluggish and tired. All that bread just sitting in my belly. Mm. But I enjoy it while I'm eating it. It's a good slice of pizza. It's super good. And they have great vegan toppings too, lots of veggies, but they also have sausage crumbles, vegan pepperoni, and they just added vegan meatballs to the menu, which I got on my slice with broccoli and pineapple. Don't at me about pineapple on pizza. It's good. Are people still doing that? Mm-hmm. People okay. still get shocked about that. I got. Well, I guess we talked about that with Kadri. Yeah. We I got a message bit. just the other day about pineapple on pizza from huh. someone. <laughs> Um, move on. So the meatballs are new and I was very excited and I shared on social media about them and juniors replied right away. And so I asked them about the meatballs where, what brand they were and it's impossible meat, but they season them and make them in house. They Hmm. season them, cook them, and then they slice them into like rounds to put on the pizza. Well, well, well. Yeah. Excellent meatballs. Definitely try it. I had, uh, just a, a normal slice with vegan cheese and fresh jalapeno and spinach and the sausage crumbles, which I think are beyond. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, super good. Super good. That's normally what I get on the Sicilian, though. So I was kind of like, oh. I was excited to have it and sit on a patio and eat it. But I was also like, this crust is shallow. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, this crust is shallow. Yeah. No, you like like hand toss. Like you, you would eat pizza on a cracker if you could. Yeah, I love a super thin crust. Yeah, it's true. I just, man, I would live in a pizza crust. <laughs> I would sleep in one. I just, it's so cozy in there. And then I want to eat those breadsticks every time I see you like throw a pizza bone back in the box or put the crust in the compost. A little part of me dies. Why don't you take them? You can. I'm have- not going to eat your food. Oh. It's gross. <laughs> 
Get your germs. We're married. I know. We sleep in the same. Yeah, we haven't touched in like 10 years though. We, I, we kiss each other. Uh. <laughs> no, we don't. So then we went to dessert. Yeah, we did. Right across the street, everyone. Yeah. And I got the vegan oat vanilla soft serve. Yeah, it's not just vegan ice cream. It's vegan soft serve. Yeah. It, I got it in a cup because it was so hot. I didn't trust uh, a cone to hold it all for as long as it needed. And I got a cornflake streusel as my topping, which is my go-to there, which again, I haven't had in over a year and it was great to be back. Yeah, that cornflake streusel is good. Mm-hmm. I, however, did not get it. So I don't know when they rolled this out, but Big Softy now has a matcha vegan soft serve. And so I love matcha, so I could not pass that up. So I got the matcha soft serve, the chocolate hard shell, and then pink praline on top. And wow, 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 wow. It was amazing. It was beautiful and also tasted as delicious as it looked, which that's, I feel like in a dessert, sometimes when a dessert is really, really pretty, it ends up actually not tasting that great. This one hit everything. So what... What is the pink praline? I don't know. I ordered the pink praline because I thought that will look pretty with the matcha and the chocolate. <laughs> is a praline just like a candied nut? I guess that's my first question. And then my second question is, is the pink just a coloring thing? Or is that a, then another adjustment to the nut? Like it's candied and whatever this pink is. Is it flavored? Is it? So it is kind of like crumbled up candied nuts. I think that they just color it pink. Okay. I don't know what they do that with, if it's beet juice or something Well, it's false. But it was delicious. It added a little bit of crunch. That chocolate drizzle is sweet, but also a little bitter because it's chocolate. And yep. so it was a little bit of... And the matcha is bitter because it's matcha. Yeah. And huh. it just all worked together really well. Huh. You seem to like it. I loved it. Yeah. I want to eat it again. And the kid got three hard shell? Yeah. He got every vegan hard shell on top of his. Yeah. They have a caramel chocolate and i think is the other one a uh, strawberry i guess the caramel is not a hard shell so he got caramel and then he got two hard shells yeah, yeah. he got all the vegan things that come in a squirty bottle that can go yeah. on your ice cream yeah good stuff he loved it too i took a picture of his it yeah. was very pretty colorful you know what else is colorful what the box of mac and chef Ooh, good segue So as you probably know, if you listen to this podcast, Friday night is mac and cheese night at our house. And that is (laughs) much to Dave's chagrin, who is so sick of mac and cheese because we do eat it every Friday and it it has been going on for years, six years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Our friend Marilyn knows about our mac and cheese love. And so she sent us a picture when she ran across this pretty box of vegan mac and cheese from a brand called Mac and Chef. And then when I was at Whole Foods on a whole different trip for some oh. vegetable that I couldn't get at Kroger. Whole different. Whole different. This is Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, I saw the box. It really calls to you from the shelf because it is really big and bright. It looks like a book cover. It does look like a book cover. Yeah. It pops. It pops. And it popped right into my shopping cart. <laughs> And so I decided that for Friday night dinner, we would have this instead of me making mac and cheese from scratch, which was a welcome break. Yeah? (laughs) Yes. From making the mac and cheese from scratch, this uh, was easier. Uh, So this is a cashew-based mac. It's kind of Velveeta style where you boil the pasta and then the sauce is already in a little pouch. Mm. So you just open the pouch and add the sauce to the cooked pasta. Gotcha. They recommend reserving some of the cooking water from the pasta in case you want to um, thin out the sauce a little bit. I don't like or make that. it creamier. I don't like the idea of that. Well, I did do it. I think the water once you've boiled it, that water is used. No, and so it's done. That starchy pasta water is great for a lot of stuff for thickening stuff. I'll you can never also know. use it in pesto to thin out your pesto if it's too thick. I say, I say, pour it out, everybody. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Get yourself some fresh water. But fresh water wouldn't make things creamier. It would make it thinner. The whole thing is the starch in the water. Well, then they need to solve for that. We don't need to come up with solutions for them. It's on the box. I know. Well, the 
pouch needs to come with starchier cheese in it. If it's going to rely on runoff to make it. <laughs> You're so upset about it. It's like, it's like gray water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not eating gray water. Except for the part where I ate gray water, apparently. Yeah, you did. Because you made it with this runoff water and I didn't know. I did. Okay. What'd Go you on. think? What'd you think? That's it. That's the whole well, deal. Yeah, and you made tofu with it? Oh, yeah. I made tofu with it. I can't remember my method. Did I bake it? Oh, I made those tofu crumbles. Yeah. Also from V Nutrition. And then there was a veggie too. Yes. So I made the tofu crumbles, which are an oven recipe. And so I roasted broccoli to go with it because tofu, broccoli, mac and cheese is our Friday night script. It is one of our personal punxsutawneys. I loved the tofu crumbles. The broccoli was, I mean, as expected. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was the runoff. Just learning about this now is connecting a lot of dots in my head. <laughs> but I was not a fan of the mac and cheese. I took one bite, thought this this tastes fruity, 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 huh? To the point where I was like, "Is this wrong? Oh. Is this bad?" It did have like a tartness to it. It was strange. I was hungry. Yeah. So I ate it. Yeah, I ate it ate too. the whole thing. And by the back half, I wasn't noticing anything about it. <laughs> but I mean, I was noticing the creaminess and that was pleasant. But I thought, A, started off fruity. B, where's the chipotle? Yeah, I felt like it was spicy, but I did get a ton of smokiness. I didn't even get a spiciness from it. There was a spiciness? A little bit. I don't know. Not much. I mean, the kid ate it without saying a word. Yeah. So that would make it like a mild. Yeah. Spicy Chipotle Mac. Yeah, they called it Spicy Chipotle Mac. Maybe just call it Fruity Mac. (laughs) Maybe they call it Little Mac. Little Mac. Maybe Mac. Like, Well, I was doing a punch out thing. Oh. Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh. Little Mac was the, the... protagonist you boxed his little mac i didn't play a ton of punch out maybe we'll do an episode on punch out Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> a whole episode we'll record while we play oh that sounds like a nightmare that's gonna just be a, fun just a hot nightmare <laughs> can i not watch <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't get a fruity taste but i felt like it was very acidic at the beginning, it it's a cashew cheese sauce. I could really identify the elements of a, of cashew cheese sauce in this particular version of it. Mm. It had the tartness from like you would add vinegar or lemon juice or something. Mm-hmm. When you're building a cashew cheese sauce, you're basically like adding in the elements of cheese flavor. So you've got nutritional yeast to give it that like umami cheesiness. You've got a little bit of mustard maybe to give it some tang, a little bit of acid from vinegar or lemon juice, and then the cashews for creaminess. Did I already say that at the beginning? Anyway, there there they are. Mm-hmm. And you can add other things to it to kind of adjust the flavor, but I could really taste all of those elements mm. on my first few bites. I wonder if that tanginess is what you were responding to as fruity. It might have been, yeah. And then cashews are a little bit sweet. Are they? I never thought of them as a sweet nut. They're... Certainly no praline. <laughs> There's certainly no praline. I mean, I believe you. So I thought this was like, it was fine. I mean, I like a cashew sauce. I felt like I wasn't wild about this. It wasn't cheap, this box of Mac. How much was it? I don't remember. I want to say it was like $7. Huh. And I feel like for a cashew sauce, I could have made us a cashew sauce for less than that. I mean, I would have had to do it, but. What about compared to Dea's, like pre-made, or not pre-made, but quick. Quick prep mac and cheese. They're like Velveeta style one. Yeah. I'm not wild. I feel like that one, the texture is good, but it's got a taste to it. And it's not the day of taste. It's a different taste that I don't care for in that one. I f- That one, if you add enough hot sauce and nooch to it, it's fine. Yeah. But not great. I don't know. I but- feel I haven't yet to find like a boxed vegan mac that, that does it for me. I think that... We have a few options is a sign of 
real growth though. And yeah. I think it's nice to have the choice to do it, you know? Yeah. If you're looking for like a quick box Mac and you want it to be healthy, this is a good option because it is on the healthier side of things. Well, and I feel like, again, hearkening back to non-vegan times, like any boxed mac and cheese that I had other than the Kraft mac and cheese mm-hmm. was pretty disappointing. And the Kraft mac and cheese was not great mac and cheese. It was just Kraft mac and cheese was really great. It was a singular. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's not, you don't judge it against other mac and cheese. It's right. its own thing. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's its own food type. And I feel like what the vegan world has going on right now with boxed mac and cheese is probably similar to a craftless mac and cheese like shelf. Like you've got options and none of them are as great as making your own mac and cheese or getting mac and cheese at a restaurant. Yeah. You know, but we all still need the vegan, like whatever the vegan equivalent of that singular experience of craft mac and cheese. Yeah. It would be removed, like would be its own category. One of my friends, I want to say Sarah at Fried Dandelions has a, a vegan craft mac and cheese recipe that she mm. makes. I think it's very new chevy. Okay. We could try it. We could, but I'm not even saying we need like a vegan craft mac and cheese. Right. You know what I mean? Like I want us to shake off any preconceptions or the because like I don't like I don't know I'm having trouble articulating it. You don't go into making, you don't even go into developing Kraft mac and cheese being like, I'm going to make a great version of a boxed mac and cheese. Like that had to have been an accident. That's true. Like, what do you want from boxed mac and cheese? Right. You're not expecting it to be as good as from scratch. It can't be. Right. I mean, maybe it can, but it isn't. But it's it's like, it's even more transcendent than that. It's like, I am eating a great food experience that happens to be boxed mac and cheese. <laughs> or called that. Right. Like the delight of it is, it is upstream of what the actual food, like junk food is, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just good. Right. So this could be anything. This could, this couldn't even be like, could be something that's not mac or cheese or boxed or anything like that. I'm just saying in our vegan world, we need... And maybe we have it and we're just not looking at it with the right eyes. But you need that snack that like transcends itself before you've even had it. That's in its own category, regardless of what the ingredients of it are and is super junky. Ooh, what do we have that's that? I don't know. I almost think that vegan jerky is in that category. Hmm. does not taste like jerky, but when I'm eating it, Hmm. it's so good. Maybe. I'm eating it going, this isn't jerky. But I'm enjoying what is going into my mouth right now. I obviously disagree. But (laughs) I also would challenge us to... The thing about Kraft Mac and Cheese is that it's universal, like, in its acceptance of, like, that snack's, like, status. Mm -hmm. You know? I like that you keep calling it a snack. Like, it's not even a meal. (laughs) It's not. It's junk food. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not even a snack almost. (laughs) It's like a dessert. (laughs) But, and we don't have to force ourselves to have an answer for it right now. Because I'm not even like defining what I'm talking about very well. You know? Yeah. But think about it. Think about it and get back to me. Remind me that I said this and then answer it. I will. I'll be reminded on Friday when I listen to this episode. Sucks to be you. So on a scale of one to 10, on a scale of one to 10 Police Academy sequels, what do you give? Is it Mac and Chef is the brand? Mm -hmm. What do you give Mac and Chef spicy Chipotle Mac? Solid six. Really? I don't think it's for me, but I think it's for some people. Hmm. I probably wouldn't get it again, but if someone made it for me, I would eat it and it would be fine. Hmm. I think that's six territory. I think if somebody made this for me, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I came over and you're making box mac and cheese for me. (laughs) I would also say, go ahead. I'm thinking like a house guest situation. Even still. 
if I'm going to be your house guest, I'm going to make something for you. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, furthermore, I'd be like, you made this box mac and cheese for me? <laughs> They'd be like, but the box. And I'd be like, ah, okay, I get it. I get why you bought it and I'll help you eat it. Uh, but I wouldn't be happy about it. And I think I would try... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I liked the texture of it. Of the sauce? Of or the, the mac and cheese. There's the overall mouthfeel of it. Mm-hmm. If I can be gross. <laughs> I just didn't like the taste of it. Yeah. And maybe... So they've got something. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing something right. It's just a question of this other thing that is like a critical thing mm-hmm. that they're not getting right. So that said... I would try another Mac and Chef Mac and Cheese. Their other flavor is original or something like this. I would try it. Okay. I'll keep it. Next time I can't find a vegetable at the Next time you got $7 burning a hole in your pocket. (laughs) I don't want... Let's... That was a guess. Okay. I'll look it up. Okay. Look it up. Oh, I also wanted to add in my notes that the kid hated it, which wasn't surprising because he doesn't like cashew sauce in general for the most part. This kid is a mac and cheese goblin. True. But he's rejected cashew max before. Okay. Even ones that I find to be good. He's this kid, just go ahead. picky. Go. He takes 20 minutes to eat anything except mac and cheese, which is gone in like two minutes. $6. Okay. So the next time you have $6 running a hole in your pocket. Yeah. Get that. I'll do it. I feel like that tracks with other... Vegan mac and box mac and cheese. The maybe they is around that. Maybe I just thought it was expensive because I got it at Whole Foods. Mm. So all that said, four out of ten for this. That's I fair. would not eat this again. If I were a house guest and somebody tried to serve me this, I would find somewhere else to stay. Wow. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. You can also follow us at Talkin Tofu on Twitter or Talkin Tofu Pod on Instagram. I'm at Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. And we would love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? Just want to say hello. Subtitles, ideas for Hackers 2. Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Good night. Bye. Is Jenna dreaming? She just trying to get comfy. <laughs>